Hello and welcome to episode 12 of the Evolver Mindset podcast. I'm delighted to be here with Neil Larkin. Uh, good morning, Neil. Oh, good morning, Phil. Um, here from sunny Tenerife. So if you can all, if you can hear something in the background, it's the it's the sea. So I, I do apologise. Oh, Neil, you've just absolutely made me feel so bad and so jealous and so envious. Uh, I'm, I'm here in me, I'm here in me garage and it's freezing. Um, <laughs> Back in the UK, so thanks for that, mate. Uh, yeah, it's put me on a, it's put me on a bit of a, a bit of a downer of the day, but, uh, uh, but yeah, no, thanks for joining us, mate. And um, I know you've got your your, your story, and uh, it's really important to, to for me after listening to it before that we would record it and would sort of try and help as many people as we can um, who may be in the similar situations or facing similar situations in in the future uh so just for our listeners neil uh would you like to just just go through some about who you are and your background and, and then any difficulties you faced with regards mental health in in the past yeah i mean starting from the beginning phil um born in liverpool uh grew up not far from yourself um obviously lovely parents uh, didn't want for anything uh, only working class but um, so I went to normal school, uh, loved me football, um, so I had a nice childhood and then I got into business at around 30, um, set up a big business to be fair, a property portfolio, uh, got that to north of £10 million, pounds, um, then had issues with the bank um, and lost everything. Um, so that was big for the mental health I felt to be fair, um, so really struggled. I'm bankrupt three years ago, 2017, but I've never given up. Yeah, I've had lots of issues and we'll go deep into that. But no, lucky enough, three years later, mate, I'm, I'm in Tenerife for the lockdown, uh, working my way back, um, got through everything. Um, I'm very blessed, yeah, I'm here for the lockdown, so very grateful and blessed. And yeah, we can dive deep into the, the lows and the highs, but life's full of adversity, mate, but full of lots of blessings also. Brilliant, mate. Absolutely. So I know you, you know, you had a difficult time. Um, so, but when when you sort of lost everything, you know, how did that impact you in in your physical life, but also in, in your mental your mental well being with with that them difficulties you went through? Yeah, it, I mean, mentally and physically, Phil, as well as financially. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think your ego gets dented. Mine certainly did. Um, physically, I put on weight. Uh, couldn't get out of bed. Um, con- contemplated suicide mm. on a couple of occasions. Um, but great family. Uh, lovely wife now. She wasn't at the time. Um, and I read a lot of books, Phil, and I listen to to personal development and you know it's it's winners never quit quitters never win um, I think you know everyone goes through adversity and I think it's Winston Churchill Phil when you're going through hell just keep going um, and through every adversity I think come, come lessons and blessings and the lesson I have got big dreams and big goals Phil on a, on a business side of things um, and if I want to get there then you've got to learn them lessons unfortunately and they come through adversity um but it was only through losing everything um that i bought i started to buy my portfolio back behind my girlfriend from the receivers 
um, and I found um, supported living, which is it's what I do now, I develop properties for supported living, mental health, learning difficulties, autism, um, and that's got me back on my feet, but also doing a, a great thing in giving back, providing homes for life for vulnerable people. That's amazing, Neil. It really is. And, and thanks for sharing. Thanks for sharing your story as well. I know it's, it's difficult for you at times, but you know we all talk really openly and raw um, on some of our podcasts, and just in the hope that people are listening and can see. For me, there, what I was listening to, Neil, is you've been there. You've been on cloud nine. A life event's come in. It's blindsided you, like it does many, and it's been a really difficult time. But look where you are today, uh, and it's just. If anything, if anyone's listening who is struggling, it's just to give people hope that it may be stormy now, but storms don't last forever. And with the right steps, a little baby steps sometimes, and maybe even backward steps, but just keep moving forward the best you can and things can change. It isn't always going to be how difficult it is now. Uh, so thanks very much for sharing that. Um, so if you don't mind me asking, Neil, how did you get through it? Because I'm, I'm really... I'm really intrigued over the power of resilience and the ability for people to bounce back. So what is it that really helped you during them difficult times? I think personally, Phil, I started on a path when I really got into business about 10 years ago on personal development, reading all the books, listening to the audio, the mentors, listening, reading all the audio, biographies and and everyone's gone through adversity and it's the ones that don't quit it's the ones that you know you've mentioned it before you know the ones that fall down seven times but get up eight Phil they're the ones that eventually will succeed so I felt like because I'd read all that that gave me the strength and and obviously having good people behind me my mum my dad me you know me now wife um but it was, it was them success stories that I'd read about and listened to, and, and every one of them had sort of failed the way to success. And I just felt like it was the universe, Phil, testing me when I went through it, saying, how bad do you want it? If you want to be a success, you know, success isn't easy, Phil, in any endeavour, whatever it may be. Um, and I did, I just felt like it was a test from the universe, saying, if you, if you want it as bad as you say you want it, well, here's a big punch. You're getting knocked down. Show me you want it and get back up. And I did. And, and as you said before, Phil, it was it was step by step. And at times, I didn't feel like there was light at the end of the tunnel. But I mentioned the Winston Churchill quote, and it's when you're going through hell, keep going. And it, this too shall pass. And, it, and it, it has, Phil, thank God. You know, and it took a long time to get through it. Um, and a lot of up and down days. Um, but I just started doing the right things. I got back into the gym doing my hour a day. I didn't drink because I knew the odd drink I had, um, I'd feel good for that. I'd have that little escapism for them few hours, but yeah. wow, the next day I was really suicidal. So just started doing all the right things. Just working, you know, basically Renee, my wife was saying to me, look, you've done it once before, you know, you can do it again. And I remember, Phil, one of the audios I listened to it was an interviewer, um, he was interviewing Henry Ford back in the day. And he said to Henry Ford, he said, so you're a billionaire today. What if you lost it all tomorrow? 
And he said, no problem. I'll have it all back and more within five years because I've still got me knowledge and I've still got me contacts. Sorry, I got a bit emotional then. No. But that's what Renee said to me. She said, Neil, okay, you've lost it all, but you've still got your knowledge. You've still got your contacts. You can do it again. And I have, I haven't stopped. Phil. I've worked like mad and, and such wood. Three years later, mate, I'm, I'm here for the lockdown in Tenerife. Money back in the bank. Built the portfolio. I bought most of my portfolio back from the receivers mm. and developed it for support and living. So, yeah, they were that's, the... Yeah, that's really inspiring, Neil. I mean, a part of our resilience sessions that we run, um, you've probably seen it, Neil, because I know you do research, stuff like this, but uh, it was on J.K. Rowland. Uh, Roland, sorry, no, the um, Harry Potter books and stuff. Have you seen her video? Yeah. She said all yeah. that she was left with was a typewriter and an idea. Yeah. That was it. She had lost everything else in her life from it, from a relationship breakdown. And she just had this big idea and she had an old typewriter and that was it. Um, literally, she had nothing else. And I, I, am, I am fascinated by the resilience that people show on it and our ability as, as humans to be able to bounce back from adversity. Um, Within the, within the depths of, of COVID-19. And I think it's really important for listeners or people listening in to, to remember that, you know, we will bounce back. You know, we, we will. It may take a while and it's a difficult time, but we will bounce back from it. Uh, and, and we always do bounce back from things. It's, again, it's what all the mindset is about is if we have the right mindset, if we can just educate ourselves, if we can motivate ourselves, you know, we can, and that, that's the beauty of, I think British people, we're, we're, we're very fortunate where we can, we can be that way. Um, and there's, you know, one question I wanted to ask Neil is, do you think that you would do the things you're doing now around mental health and providing homes for people suffering with mental health and disabilities if you hadn't have been through it? I'm curious. Honest answer, Phil. Probably not. Um, and as I said, I think through every adversity, there comes a lesson and a blessing. And, and there was lots of lessons business-wise that I learned. And I, I made plenty of mistakes. And, and obviously, you learn more from your mistakes. But yeah. no, the blessing is I found this. And it probably made me more being 100% honest, Phil. And I know you call me Hollywood at times. <laughs> um, made me more humble um, and that was a blessing not that it was arrogance in any way and I don't mean never mean to be that person but yeah it's it's made me want to give back more and and have more of a sort of a, what's, the vision isn't just about making money and being successful it's about doing it in the right way and and to provide homes for life quality homes for vulnerable people you know then that's it a massive blessing so yeah the big fella that do believe god has a plan and a purpose yeah for our lives and it was meant to be and it, it has been a massive blessing although at the time it didn't feel like one but no yeah, it, yeah all good no thanks for that neil i know i know some of these things are quite raw and, and, and still emotional so i really do appreciate you know you being as open as what you are um but yeah it, you know it's so admirable so neil what's what's the uh what, what's your company's name sorry if you don't mind it's called you to... envision housing 
Um, there's myself, Jason, my business partner, and Andrew. Mm. Um, so yeah, we're, things yeah. are going really well. We started working with care providers, and and hopefully, Phil, we're, we're just we were basically just developing the properties and selling them onto companies. We're now holding them. Mm. Um, so at some point, once we, especially going into 2021. Obviously, it'd be nice to get a golden mindset into the buildings as well to, you know, to work with the vulnerable adults. And then, yeah. You know, you've said it. It's mindset, film, mindset, everything. Yeah. And to change that mindset and to give people goals and purpose and, and you know, give them the right ingredients to, because I still suffer from mental health. I have to go to the gym every day. I, I was listening to Tyson Fury today mm-hmm. in the gym. You know, champion of the world, Phil. Everything that you know, money could buy, family. You know, and he suffers with it. So you know, it's a battle every day for most people, and, and you just got to do the right things. I'm conscious not to drink alcohol anymore, and make sure to get in the gym, just to keep myself in the in the right mindset. Yeah, no, fabulous, mate. Uh, so I think we're moving on to sort of some other stuff around. Obviously, COVID-19, and we're obviously here, so we're doing a lot more podcasts, obviously, to try and help people, just even if they're just listening. But, you know, what, what did you find particularly difficult about, uh, the first, especially the first wave, uh, Neil, if you don't mind me asking? What was your struggle? What did you struggle with? Being honest, Phil, I didn't. I was quite glad, not obviously, you know, and touch wood, family and friends, everyone close to me have been safe and well. So not being affected, you know, personally by COVID, which is a massive positive. And again, I'm very blessed and grateful for that. Uh, my mum and dad are, you know, in their 80s now and such, but they're still healthy. Um, my wife's parents are healthy. So all good on that score. I was actually quite... I hadn't stopped, Phil, from when I lost everything in 2017. As I said, I went bankrupt July 2017. I've worked like a Trojan Phil for three years. So for me to have a little break and my phone not going all the time and emails because of the lockdown, I was quite glad of it uh, to just recharge. And, and obviously the weather was nice as well. I know the gyms were on, you know, everything was locked down. But it just gave me time to sort of rest. Um, but something I didn't do, Phil, and you've mentioned it to me, and you're going to send me the the email. Um, you can mention it after I finish speaking here what it is. But I haven't reflected enough, and I'm, I'm going to do that this lockdown while I'm away in Tenerife on, on my relationships. And relationships business, I'm a tenor, you know, I give it everything. But I think I need to spend more, well, I know for a fact I do not think I need to spend more time now with, with my wife and, and, and other things and, and focus on that, me and my family. Um, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. So what we do, Neil, is on the sessions, it's called the you know developer mindset well-being wheel. So it's about we break up people. Is what we're trying to do is when I was really suffering, Neil, I couldn't see the woods for the trees. I didn't know what was wrong with me. And some people are in the same boat. But what this exercise helps you to do is you rate yourself from one to ten in each of these sections sections of your life. And we, what their aim is that we can help people identify for themselves any areas of concern. Any Because a low reading is like, okay, well, what could I do to get that? So if the relationships is low because of a relationship breakdown with children or all these sort of things, 
that could be a key driver to me poor mental poor mental health because it's, it's bothering me if it was worrying about money every single day because I can't pay the bills and I can't do that now you may not be able to click your fingers but at least you know right this could be a contributor to the way that I'm feeling low or I'm feeling down if it could be you know that I, I don't speak to my brother I haven't spoken to my brother for two years and sometimes we we bury all these difficult emotions Neil away and what this exercise do is it helps to bring it to the forefront of the mind and be able to see it visually and go, okay, yeah, oh, I know what I need to do here now. And to get a really good balance of a good, good seven in each area, and it, it, it creates a wheel if you do that. And that's why it's called the well-being wheel. If you have a look visually on it. But what happens is, like to me and you, I could be up at, up at a 10 in my business and, and in work and prioritise everything in work. That's like me, me be all and end all. But my relationships with partners could be a two or a three. Yeah. And, and the quality of life, and, 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 and I'm missing out on that side of it. But then, you know, it could, it could formulate a breakdown in relationship. So it's quite a proactive tool to try and look at life, your life at the moment. And I do it once a month, Neil. A guy who I spoke to you being on a course says he's doing it every week. But, you know, to do it regularly throughout the year because things change and your priorities will change. And sometimes I need to ease back from a 10 in work to an eight to be able to then focus my energy in a low score to try and build on the things. And But it also helps people understand that actually the way I'm feeling maybe because I haven't spoken to my brother for two years. I have, by the way, I'm just using that as an example. Actually, my goal is I want to reset it's bothering me, it's affecting me mentally, it gets me down, thinking that that relationship's broke, it could be a child, it could be a partner, it could be a million and one things, but it helps people who have suppressed these sorts of emotions go, actually, I want to do something about that, and, I'm, and then we do some goal setting with them as well, um, and it's been really powerful, Neil, on, on the programmes for people, um, um, and, that's, and that's part of the session, mindset and goal setting that we deliver. So it's about looking at our mindset and then putting some some really good, meaningful goals in place to achieve it. That's really resonated with me, that film. It really has. Even while, while I've been here, and I've been here over a week now on Tenerife, I'm on the phone, I'm having Zoom calls with my business partners to the point yesterday, I don't think it was off the phone all day, and I'm supposed to be here, you know, to spend time with my wife. And I'm definitely, honestly, it's, it's made me so consciously aware now that, and after phone calls aren't even, you know, they're not necessary, Phil, to be fair. So it's, I'm a, definitely a 10 in business and I'm far from a 10 in, in my relationship. But now I'm here till the 2nd of December. And as I said, very blessed and fortunate to be able to be here. Um, but now I'm going to spend a lot more time with my wife and, and get that relationship figured up. Um, yeah. And yeah, that's why I come here. Honestly, I come here as soon as Boris mentioned the, the lockdown. I thought I need to come here for me mental health and conscious about me mental health. And I thought if I'm on lockdown at home when it's dark, wet, depressing, I can't go to the gym, it's not going to be good for me mental health. So it's uh, I'm going to use this time wisely now. So thank you for sharing that, Phil. No, no, it's a pleasure. Um, and it just leads us on to the, the final question, Neil, is you know what positives have come out of COVID? And if you don't mind me, I'll share some of mine. Um, and I think it sort of fits into what you're talking about there is I've found COVID has helped me give me time to, I called it before, time for me snow globe to settle. And it's given me time to get clarity of me thinking, clarity of what I want to achieve in life and 
we all say we reflect on things, but I don't actually think we do. But I think COVID has given me an opportunity to reflect on my life. I really appreciate my loved ones, my wife, my family, my children. And it's, I'm, I'm grateful for every moment because people aren't as fortunate as me. Uh, and people, it's 50,000 people so far who, who have lost their lives. And, you know, me or anyone directly close to me haven't been affected by, by it at this moment. You know, and I'm thankful and grateful of that. And I appreciate the small things in life more. Um, but taking the dog for a walk, I'd always be walking, thinking about work or the next call I'm going to make. Where now it's about me and Karen go for a walk. We don't take the phones and we talk. And the dogs enjoy it. We enjoy it. And I finish and I go, wow, I feel so much more emotionally charged, like recharged. Like I've recharged my mental energy by giving me brain a break by not thinking about what I need to do tomorrow or tonight or I've got to phone Neil back or I've got to do this or I've got to do that. And that's all we can spend our life just, just in that cycle of what's the next thing, what's the next thing. And it, it's taught me, COVID, to appreciate the quiet moments and, 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 and open my eyes to certain things. I, I didn't think I'd love garden. I didn't think I'd love walking the dog. I didn't think I'd do all of these things. But I think for me, the positive that's come from it is I've got so much more appreciation for the people around me. Um, I, you know, I've took people for granted, Neil. Uh, if I'm really honest with you, I've took people closest to me for granted. Uh, and it's made me realise that. And, and it's made me relationships stronger, I believe, because even the fact that I can now acknowledge that to them, it's made them realise that they don't feel taken for granted. That, And I still do it, Neil, but I've got an awareness of it now. That makes sense. So I'm just trying to see, just before we finish, if there's anything... Any positives you found from it? Yeah, the positive is, Phil, chatting to you today. Um, honestly, everything you've just said is me. We'll take the dogs for a walk. I'll be on my phone business-wise. I'm never present, Phil. I'm, I'm literally, what's the next thing I've got to do? Even in the gym this morning, I'm thinking, as soon as 9 o'clock comes, I'll be ringing me plan and law solicitor. I'll ring me architect. And I'm like that, honestly, even since being here a week, Phil, I can't tell you how great this podcast is and listening to yourself. As soon as I've finished this podcast now, I'm going to literally dive in the shower because I've been to the gym. I'm leaving the phone in the hotel and me and Renee are going to spend the day. And I don't appreciate, I, I don't appreciate your show, Renee, enough appreciation. I'm, I'll be there with Renee and I'm on the phone business-wise. I'm never present, and you've made me so conscious of that. I'm always on to the next thing while I'm in the middle of something else. So, and I've got the time, you know, and I'm going to use this time wisely. I really am. So, this conversation with yourself, Phil, has been, it's been honestly, and I can't thank you enough to be fair, mate. You've made me so consciously aware now of the things I'm not doing. And I'm honest enough, I'm always honest enough to look at myself in the mirror, uh, and I know where I need to improve. And relationships is a big one and thank god we've had this conversation i'm here for another three weeks and i'm gonna i'm gonna leave my phone in the hotel most of the time and, and spend this time with renee who supported me through everything and yeah. thank you phil no 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 worries um I, i've had some background noise coming through there but that sounds like a bit of a breeze coming you know it's probably a nice it's, it's probably a nice warm breeze so you know i know i know where i'd rather be neil so please Enjoy it. Recharge the batteries, mate. You're doing fantastic things in your communities. Um, full of admiration for you. Knowing you're a very long time top bloke. Um, and thank you so much for coming on.
And thank you, Phil. And, and honestly, we'll definitely work together in 2021, wherever we can collaborate. So you've mentioned it before, Phil, you know, you want to leave a legacy, you want to change lives, and you're doing that, mate. You've changed mine already. A little thing, Phil, just before I go, and, you know, I'm a proper mummy's boy. Well, Phil, I can't thank you enough. Um, I went to see my mum a couple of weeks ago before I come out. And I, honestly, I've gone to see my mum, and obviously she doesn't live near me anymore because we live up in Blackpool. And I've took her out for dinner, and I'm on the phone doing business, and that's never going to happen ever again. Um, and that's it because of what you told me today, Phil, and I really take that on board to be conscious. So you are changing lives, mate. It's a, it's a pleasure to know you. You're the top guy. Um, and yeah, no, brilliant, mate. Thank you so much, and thank you for for everything you're doing for me and and everyone else, mate. You are you are changing lives, and you are leaving a legacy. No, thanks very much, Neil. Okay, guys, uh, thanks very much for listening in, and we will uh, catch you next time. Thanks, Neil. Cheers, guys. Cheers, Phil.